Run, run, as fast as you can. You can't catch him. He's the ginger dead man. In 2005, the same year as hit films like The Descent, Hostel, Wall Creek, if you can call them hit films, they changed the horror genre for a generation. We got more hardcore horror. We'll also take a little trip back to horrors of the 80s and 90s though, with The Ginger Dead, a film that you would have thought would have been released in the 90s, but it was a 2005 film, which I find really, really weird. Led by Hollywood actor Gary Busey and directed by Puppet Master Legacy director Charles Brand, this movie took the full moon banner of movies and gave us a sweet taste of demonic baked goods. But is this film a showpiece worthy of Brew Leaf? Or does this have a soggy bottom like Mary Berry's very much hates? Welcome to So Bad Is It Good. But this week, we ask the question Ginger Dead. Got milk? <laughs> is he milky? I don't know. No one can tell me. Ginger Dead Man, is it bad? Or is it good? Hi, and welcome to So Bad Is It Good. I'm your host, Mark Goddard, and we are here again in the bowels of the snake bite. Uh, vault as always and this week we're going horror again and this is the choice of chloe so as always i'm joined by chloe hello chloe, why did you pick the ginger dead man <laughs> because my taste in films just never fails us it's just amazing <laughs> well if, if people listen, have listened to uh franchise players they know we like cheesy cheesy crap mm-hmm. uh and as always we are also joined by nar whitlock Hello. And Marcus Wallace. Hello. In a quiet bakery, one woman is about to confront her past. We gotta fight back. An unforgivable act of violence. It also says here that after they fried him in the chair, they cremated him and sent his ashes to his mother in Coonsboro. Something else was just left at the back porch, too. Ooh, must be that gingerbread seasoning. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck! An unholy curse. <laughs> what is that fucker anyway? I think I know what. I mean, who it is. What the hell is that? Well, it sure ain't the Pillsbury fucking dope boy. Right, Ginger Dead Man. Any of you know of the Ginger Dead Man movies before, or have you ever seen this one? This one before? Yeah, it was the first Coen Brothers film, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely good enough to be one. <laughs> of course, it's amazing. Right, you, Marcus. Is this the first time you've uh, munched on a bit of Ginger Dead Man? Uh, no, I must say I did see him make an appearance in uh, Shrek Four, I think, uh, where he, you know Shrek Three, sorry, where uh, his name's Gingy and he starts fighting little uh, gingerbread horsemen. But other than that, no. Okay. <laughs> and Chloe, is this the first one for you? 
No, um, I watched it um, in October last year and I just knew I had to make an hour watch it. So <laughs> in my heart, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, joke's on you because this film led me to realise that a thing on TV called Pet Judge with Gary Busey which is like what? a drug dream. I'll send you a, a like a link for the trailer in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing, and it is amazing. Well, you're it's welcome. Just bizarre. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's changed my life. Cool. So, Ginger the Man came out in 2005, which I find bizarre because this is very much Jack Frost levels of of movie here. What did you guys think? Nineties? Did you? Or what, what do you guys think of this one? I thought early 90s. It looks like it was recorded on one of those sort of camcorders that were out at that time. Oh, you, Marcus, you thought it was a, more of a 90s feel to this? Or? I thought it was more like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, it just... it. I mean, I don't know about you lot, but the quality for mine as well just seemed really old. Like, I was watching one of those uh, Cube TV. So, Chloe, what do you think, that, what do you think like, years-wise? If you was, Obviously, when you watched it in October, did you, and didn't kind of think of the date, would you kind of class this as... But more of a modern film, more than nineties. I definitely felt like nineties. I didn't really, it wasn't really aware of when it was made actually until you just said. Um, it does feel very old. <laughs> like it looks quite grimy and just the quality. I don't know if it's just my TV or the internet, but it looked pretty rough when I watched it again today. <laughs> if you put kind of put it against like when we did Leprechaun for franchise players, that kind of went into the into the two thousands. It's kind of very similar to that in a way but with better acting uh, which is a stretch for, for Leprechaun but uh, but no I mean 2005 horror wise actually not a bad year we've got The Descent so that came out in 2005 um, which I know you quite you quite like don't you know The Descent's alright yeah mm. you've got Devil's... that's definitely a better looking film oh yeah <laughs> You know, and you've got Devil's Rejects, Land of the Dead, Amityville came, remake came out around this time. Um, the Saw films have already started coming coming to the forefront, and then we get this kind of weird kind of throwback movie. I know you get a lot of them still now. It's very sci-fi channelish, but um, let's just let's, let's get straight into it. Um, so, as always, I'm going to pass it over to you guys. So, Marcus, let's start with you this week. What are your thoughts on the Ginger Dead? I thought this film was amazing, but not for horror reasons. Uh, it felt like a <laughs> horror film that tried, but then ended up as a comedy. Like who eats the who eats the killer? Like uh, I don't know, but <laughs> there was bits that didn't quite make sense. Like when, of course, bits. <laughs> yeah, true. There was very large parts that didn't make sense, but that just made it amazing. Like when um the uh, butcher baker obviously the most amazing character uh, yeah. decides to jump in at the end I was just like what was he doing was he just sitting in that window watching the carnage happen and decided oh this is my moment boom jumped in <sighs> and then he just <laughs> who picks up the gingerbread man why would you eat that like just why I, I don't know uh, but yeah no it, it was it was interesting <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know there's just there's a lot to say so <laughs> I know I'll chip in later <laughs> <on>. <laughs> All right. So, what about you, Chloe? This, this is your pick this week. Um, your thoughts on the movie? I love that it makes no sense. Like, there's things that I see in this, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, 
like she makes one single ginger gingerbread man out of all that dough. You could have had a little army of gingerbread man, but she literally put I love one that. single gingerbread man yeah. in an industrial sized oven. And then they wonder why they're going out of business. <laughs> what? Where do you find a cookie cutter that fucking big? They must have oh, made yeah, themselves. Oh yeah, it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, the, and oh. Brick is obviously my favorite character ever. He just—I remember the first time I watched it, and the way he smiles. There's something about it that just like made me cry. Like I laughed so hard I cried because he just—it was so <laughs> unusual and so amazing. And I wish he was in it more. Um, but like you know, you mentioned the bit about the way he eats the gingerbread man. It very much reminded me of Scooby Doo too, because I'm pretty sure that happens at some point. <laughs> yeah, the candy floss monster. <laughs> but who stole it from who? I can't. Remember. I think this probably came out first, so maybe Scooby Doo too stole it from this. But yeah, um, I love it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you now? What are your thoughts on this one this time? There's right. There's bits that don't make sense, and then there's. Right, so <laughs> where do I to begin? <laughs> so she drops off where, this where guy's like? ashes. The mum does to two random people who just happen to be involved in the murders at the beginning, as in like their family get murdered and they're the only two left. Right, but she puts his ashes in a gingerbread dough thing, but then that relies on being bled on. And then being electrocuted, which I which, don't by know the way you, is awful but... health and safety. By the way, well, this is what I mean. When was the last time you baked something? You thought, oh, well, I can't actually eat that pie because I've bled all over it, and then it got electrocuted. <laughs> oh, I have to try again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Saturdays tough days. <laughs> Never cook for me, Barkers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just. I, I don't know where to start. There's just so much wrong with it. Like, I don't. It wasn't funny as much as them just watching TV for half an hour and going, "Oh, got milks on an advert. Let's put that on. That'll be funny." Will it though? <laughs> I'm not sure this is funny enough to. But it was like it was written and directed and filmed by a ten-year-old. All right, let, let's unwrap this so, then. Let's unwrap yeah. this. <laughs> I personally think it was really cool. I I, I like it. Look, you know I like trash. I'm a trash horror fan. I literally read down in my notes, I bet Mark loves this film. <laughs> this is like Jack Frost levels of awesome. I love this movie. Was, was that Gary Busey in The Snowman? No. no. I don't think so. Was was it not? Don't think it, so. I definitely got vibes on that level. Let's talk about Gary Busey. Cause he's, he's, he's a big-ish... ish... He's fucking mental, Mark. <laughs> like he's actually unhinged. I've I'll I mean, send like, you the you know, link like, in a minute. Like, you know Nick Cage, you know, he goes into no, any film. <laughs> they're not even on the same level of the mental institution. Gary Busey's got his own tower. Alright, well let's let's um, let's uh, unpack this. What what scenes throw it out to the room did you guys really enjoy? Anyone can. Yeah. <laughs> Don't all jump in at once. <laughs> the Butcher Baker scenes. They were amazing. Go it on. was he was I don't know. He's just a fucking moron. But it's hilarious. How dare you? <laughs> he cuts himself and his first reaction is to put his hand above the, the food. Yeah. Like, and then they still use <laughs> no. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's a chef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but he's like, yeah. he's like, it's like, like his hand was like, going, oh no, definitely go over this big vat of gingerbread, which is nowhere near where he cut his hand in the first place. Literally, and he turned Green Goblin in the end. Yeah, he did. And they baked him, which, and they did. didn't even care. Get baked, bro. which I wrote down in my notes looked like something out of Buffy season one. I said, I thought it looked like yeah. Evil Dead. Oh, a little bit like Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. vibes. How do you reckon that feels to be baked alive in an oven? Because the girl obviously was in there for Probably a bit. Probably quite painful, I would imagine. Yeah, the girl was in there for a bit, but that wasn't enough to kill her. So, like, she must have had serious harm done to her. I mean, she was in there. The mother was in there. And no one else seemed to die in that oven. Yeah, especially the cookie. He survived it. <laughs> he I did. Think his, um, Until the end. His little catchphrase really foreshadowed his death, though, because he's like, tonight your ass is toast. And he's like, his ass is toast. He's in an oven. <laughs> it all comes <laughs> around. Toasted. <laughs> Yeah, but that joke wasn't funny. If he was a piece of toast, <laughs> then that joke would have worked. But he wasn't. <laughs> the ginger toast man. They re- they really did leave it open for a sequel as well. Because, of course, the gingerbread men at there the is. end. There's three of them. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's there's so many sequels. you got Ginger Dead Man, Ginger Dead Man 2, The Passion of the Crust. The one with the uh, killer <laughs> These are the sort of names yeah. you come killer up bong. with yeah. when you're tired and you think... Yeah, Evil Bong. Oh, oh yeah, I want to see that one. Don't worry. There's like six we, of them. Marcus, we do a podcast that does this kind of thing. We're so putting that on our list. Hell yeah. Oh, am I on that one? Hmm? Oh, you're always on these am ones, I? my friend. <laughs> oh. I like the fact that he's basically just a hand puppet. It looked terrible, though. I know, but it's awesomely terrible. And he has witty one-liners, like uh, when he cuts off the lady's finger. Ever try, ever, ever try a lady finger? And that is a type of biscuit. There you go. Okay, that one actually makes sense. <laughs> Mark, this is rated 3.4 out of 10. How dare by... it deserves more. Yeah, it, it does. I would say that was quite high, actually, Chloe. <laughs> uh... Of course you would. <laughs> you have no taste. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> what, I, what I don't get is, why... When did he have time? And how did he cover that girl in ice in... Oh, I like the cherries. That was funny. <laughs> and where do you find the time to do that as a small gingerbread person? Who knows? I like uh, I liked the um, the argument he has with the rat, though. That was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, I so thought he was going to ride the rat around as like a mount. Oh, that would have been well good. <laughs> do you imagine that? <laughs> or just for the... Yeah, he could have made a little sword or something. Yeah, or just for, you know, just for the lols, cut its head out and worn it as a puppet, hand puppet or something. Yeah, I'd like that. Which one, the puppet or the, the mount? The mount one. That's probably what Gary Busey does at home. <laughs> what mounts rats? Oh, wait, hang on a minute. Yeah, he hang mounts on. rats. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's take that out. <laughs> How about you, Marcus? Anything anything that you that made you laugh, apart from the uh, the butcher baker? The, uh, the very stereotypical romance throughout this of the, right, girl was going to like give those eyes to the guy as if she wants to basically have a baby with him right now the whole way through she didn't give a shit that he was with someone he's like oh you're with this girl yeah but no okay. they weren't with each other though they weren't well, with each she other was they there. said that <laughs> well the girl did but he seemed to think they were together but yeah. she's Miss Pretty Face she, she, she didn't think that they were together <laughs> I didn't actually even think she looked that nice that might just be me but she just no not my type 
What, what do you not think? Do you think she was deserving of the title? <laughs> Serious talk right now. Like, I think Butcher Baker should have had it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I didn't mind Amos, Gary, actually. Then. Amos actually was one of the only better-acted characters in the film. Which... He was realistic as well, with like the things he mm. did. Uh, to start with, he thought it was just a prank. And then when he actually saw it for himself, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he actually got angry, uh, which is how I imagine someone would react, rather than the typical, oh, no, let's get out of here. Mm. Yeah, the, the poor acting on the, the blonde lady's part, either that or she was just heartless when she saw her father dead. And she was like, no, daddy, don't die. Uh, I'll miss you. Anyway, so <laughs> just walks back yeah. in. I'll steal your ring. <laughs> steal his ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about uh, you, Mark? Yeah, I think you know. I love the one-liners. It's not as good one-linery as um, Leprechaun, which you know what? One day we're gonna, we're gonna have to make you watch Leprechaun. I know me and Chloe covered it already before, but we need to get you you guys to watch it in the hood. Actually, no. I'm allergic to that. In I'm space. Afraid. Which Actually, one are we gonna watch? In space. In space. Oh, everything's better in space. It's true. Chloe, how, Chloe, how what, what, what do you space? reckon, Chloe? What we're training, out of all the Leprechaun films, what could we make them watch? Oh, if we really hate them, we can make them watch the, um, what was the one that I really hated? Leprechaun Origins? Origins? Was it the oh, one that was set in Ireland? Like second name. Oh, that make, There's that always one called Origins, isn't there? Is that like a role? Yeah. The one that was you know, a WWE like... movie. <laughs> yes, that. You don't have to pay as much tax yeah. if you have Origins in the name. <laughs> it was, it was a bad film. I say Space, because Space was really, really awful. But so so enjoyable. Mm. I was making much Hellraiser again, either way. But uh, there's not enough money in the world. What we're watching Hellraiser three next next horror car, so. Yeah, no, but I haven't seen that one. There you go. You never know; it could be a hidden gem like <laughs> Hellraiser two. Anything else you want to add on your side? Uh, no, I know you don't really like this one at all. Uh, I like the bit in the middle of the film where the dumb guy explained what had just happened. And then everybody looks at him like he was in this film, like he was mental. Uh, I quite enjoyed that bit because there was just like stunned silence after it. Like, yeah, when you say it like that, it does sound fucking crazy. And then they just got on with it. Or the bit where he shot a six shooter revolver about a billion times. (laughs) That was good. In fact, that was probably the cheesiest bit of the entire film because there wasn't actually any like gun motion or shots or anything. It was like Star Wars lasers. Unlike the mother who was just <sighs> letting go of yeah, her. The shot. shotgun. <laughs> yeah, she used a shotgun to take off the fucking banner off a restaurant. Like that was safe. <laughs> that was perfectly <laughs> normal thing to do. I love that the end credits is pretty much Dawson's Creek as well. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what? The end credits were like the music to go with it was just so weird because, of course, it's just pictures going around of loads of like cheesy music. At, at the time, mm. um, my partner was just uh, asleep. She woke up halfway through at the end credits and she thought I just had some like 80s porno on because <laughs> of just how weird <laughs> it sounded. <laughs> oh. She picked a good time to go to sleep. Yeah, luckily I changed the screen real quick back to the film, so it was okay, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> just gingerbread men, just gingerbread men, just sit down. <laughs> gingerbread or just ginger? I you told her, you know, I don't watch that sort of porn, I only read porn. 
Isn't that basically... Like a classy gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I only read porn that Mark's supplied for me. Yeah, his novels. Yeah. I'm currently on the third book apples out of the leather. series. <laughs> apples and leather, that's, uh, you know... <laughs> apples and leather? What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what he called it. About a girl who apple picks uh. and a guy who, who likes wearing leather. There you go. That's an erotic novel for you. Right for you. <laughs> He's just full of them. He is absolutely just full of them. The Plumber and the Duchess is my favourite one. There you go. <laughs> I like the pictures in that one. I, I do. I do. Um, I do. Do like the end. Kind of. You know, there is going to be a sequel bit with the little kind of mini gingerbread men at the end. That was quite cool. That was quite cool. Um, when he tried to eat the lady at the end, um, mm. what did his mum teach him? Finish what you started. Was Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Or if. Are you just assuming that? No, that's no, what no. he said. Yeah, it's like Mama always told me, finish what I started. Did he say that? Yeah, at the start of the movie. Oh, he said that at the start. I was meant to put it together. Okay, <laughs> I understand. This film is just too smart for us. <laughs> it's just over my head. It, it was it's so, just too much. Yeah, it's so advanced for its own time. I knew I should have done media studies at school. This is the kind of stupid mistake that would have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally think it deserves a four-hour um, Jack Snyder edition of this movie. Oh, yeah. This film basically was just Jack Frost, just with gingerbread rather than snow. Yeah, yeah 100%. And had more sequels. <laughs> yeah, more successful. <laughs> Strangely. You know at the end where they froze him to death in the, like, antifreeze? Yeah. What, what's that anti anti-cold... Oh my god, it is the same, because an oven is anti-cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there was a truck in both of them. There was, yeah. And there was people as well, actually, now you mention it. Fuck, there was. Right, we need to stop. There's, we're starting to catch on to something here. Got it. And they were all American in an American town. Oh, I feel, okay, yeah, I think that's just assuming too much there now. And nobody could add. And that. Yeah. <laughs> and we was on our podcast. Oh my god. Okay. Go on, Mark. Finish off. I think it's time. I think it's time to find out. Does this go into the pit? <laughs> or does it go into the vault? So, let's go around. Marcus, are you going to put this one back into the vault? Or are you going to put this right into the pit? Oh, that's going way back into the vault. This film's great. <laughs> it's just comedic. It's not horror at all. I don't care what anyone tells me. But it's funny. It is mental as fuck. Yeah, I admit. Cool. Uh, Chloe, into the vault or into the pit? Definitely the vault. Brilliant. Niall. Pit or vault? Bye, Gary Busey. You live in the pit now. <laughs> Not Gary Busey. He was probably already uh, in the pit. He just made it. Probably. Okay. He's a nutty bloke. So that's my choice. So so far on the on on this show, we have got Jack Frost in the vault. Um, 
we've got Mario Brothers somewhere in purgatory. You can still hear their screams from here. <laughs> do I put this into the vault or do I also put this one into purgatory? I don't know. I think it has to go straight into the vault for me. I like this film. This is the type of film that I think I made this podcast for. So that's three vaults and one pit. So this film is going into the vault. So, you know when the apocalypse comes and someone's yeah. actually going to have to use this vault. Yeah, they're going to be so angry. <laughs> why why, why is there a killer snowman and a killer shit shit oh my films God. inside? <laughs> yeah, bet they wish they stayed outside the vault now. Oh, I knew I should have jumped in that pit. <laughs> so whose go is it next? Now, this is the question. I know actually you've decided who who is next. So I've had my go. Chloe's had her go. It's between Marcus and Nar now. So which what's so the boys? I did ask you in the WhatsApp. You probably didn't read it. Um, which one of you guys <laughs> want to go first? <laughs> Do you want to flip? If it's me, we're watching Con Air. Okay, I've and Marcus, what would, you, what would your pick been? Um, <gasps> Chloe, have you no. never seen Con Air? I haven't, but it, I really should have. <laughs> I've also never seen Con Air. Same here as well. <gasps> Fine, Marcus, you've never seen Con Air. It is Nick Cage, right? It is. Nick yeah, Cage. I is it Con Air? Watch it. Isn't Con Air actually a good film? I love it, but not many people do love it. Oh, fuck it, let's just do Con Air. Wow, my laptop really doesn't like that. Yay! <laughs> I can't believe you lot have never seen it. That's insane. I can't believe Marcus. it either. Like, it would definitely be my kind of thing too, so I don't know why I haven't watched it. Either that, or uh, who's up for the one-eyed monster? Oh, yes. I have that on DVD. I can re- <laughs> Sorry, no. <yeah. laughs> no, Marcus, how about... No, we already right. decided Connor. So, so what I'd like <laughs> next week. Come on, I've never heard whatever. of that. Right. <laughs> this is how it's going to go. Connor is the next episode. Then One Eyed Monster Yay. is the next one. Sounds is this fun. It's going to turn into a Nicolas Cage podcast. There are two already Nicolas Cage podcasts. I'll send you the links. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know Connor is kind of popular <laughs> between people, but it's also not popular with some people. So we're definitely doing Connor. Con Air is a proper Marmite film. Mm. And I think we'll see some mixed reactions between the group. I've never seen it. So it'll be an interesting one to try. So yes, so as always, you can catch us over on Twitter. uh, At So Bad Is It Good on Twitter. On Snakebite Horror on Twitter as well. Uh, You can also catch us over on Facebook. At Snakebite Horror. And Snakebite and Bloody Good Reads um, Facebook pages so go and join us on there you can also catch on Instagram as well at Snake Horror the boys don't really have a social media kind of background so guys do you want to give your social medias out or do you not want to no. handwritten letters there you go please. handwritten letters to, uh, to Marcus at P.O. Box you can get me at Bebo forward slash <laughs> or MySpace as well Yeah. and Chloe where can people find you I'm on Twitter at ChloeDev196 and don't forget give you, don't forget groovy movie reviews Oh yeah, I do that sometimes. <laughs> also try also catch Chloe out on um, not just for kids, which is our good friend Russell's podcast as well. So um, yeah, as always, you can catch me on the Snake Bite Horrorcast with Marcus and Niall. You can also find me every week on the Bloody Good Reads podcast as well. And as always, thank you for joining us here on So Bad Is It Good. And next month, we get this gem.
He's a U.S. Ranger. Highly decorated. Did a little hell raising when he was a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed a guy. Could have happened to you or me. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three regions from Kathy Lee's, and a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing, I was just mile in your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> can ruin your whole day. What happened? We caught the plane, man! Welcome to Con Air. Jailbird 1, you are not cleared for takeoff. And nobody on this aircraft gives a flying. The issue here is how the plane is brought down. Shoot it down. There are innocent people up there. He's got a little girl to come home to. He's been waiting for this day for eight years. What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? This summer, check your weapons. Take your seat. Isn't that your car? And say your prayers. He's got the whole world in his hand. From Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of The Rock, Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. Where are they gonna land this thing? How do you feel about the blackjack tables? On June 6th, buckle up. Con Air, directed by Simon West. Thank you, and have a pleasant flight. Uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast. I have been your host, Mike Goddard. I have been joined by Chloe Davies. Bye. No Whitlock. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Marcus White. <laughs> Toodles.